The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, everybody. It's great to be here. Lori Schwartz, the Tech Cat. And I'm bringing you a fabulous guest this week, the wonderful Shelly Zalas, who I'm calling the pioneer. Shelly is the CEO of the Female Quotient, a holding company that's focused on investing in the power of female leadership and skills. And one of the company's many ventures is the Girls' Lounge, which is a concept that started as a physical space but has really become a haven for women to connect at male-dominated trade shows and so much more. Let's have a big hand, a big tech cat hand, for Shelly Zellis, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Lori. I'm so thrilled to be on the show with you because I think that you are such an inspirational tech leader. So thank you for having oh. me. Well, I hope that my mother is listening to this. <laughs> well, Shelley, tell us about your background because you really have an amazing story as well. So give us a sense of your background and then we'll dive right into all the wonderful things you're doing right now. Uh, you know, my background is a little crazy and a very nonlinear and very unexpected, mainly because I've always followed, you know, my heartbeat moments that have led me through my, my path, through my journey. Um, and it really all started when I had this idea to migrate research from central location and telephone to the Internet in a day and age where only wealthy old men were online with broadband connections which in market research, as you know, is hardly a representative population. And right, it just right. was, you know, one of those moments where I said, I-, I need to build an online research platform, and everyone told me that it was too early, it was premature, and that it wasn't ready. It was, you know, too early in its day and age. And I thought to myself, you know, well, when will the time be? If I don't create it, it, it won't happen. And I'm not very good at, you know, women are not good at waiting for things. We need instant gratification. <laughs> and I thought, if I don't build it, you know, who will? And so I left the big traditional research company to pioneer online research and was really, you know, the first or one of the first to migrate research to the Internet. So my stories are really, you know, quite crazy. It was called OTX at the time. And, you know, I came up with the name in two minutes flat where I said, really, what is it? The O was online, the T, testing, and I love the letter X. I think it's a sexy letter. So X was exchange. So it was online testing exchange. And in nine short years, it really became the fastest growing online research company in the world. And now, you know, doing research online is the new normal. So it's been a very exciting career. And then in the last five years, oh, I have to say in the last five years, I sold it to 
one of the largest research companies in the world called Ipsos, where I started running global innovation in 83 countries. So that's what I've, I've done for the last five years. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing because even if you don't understand research or you're not a research, the fact that you innovated something that no one had touched in such a long time just gives the audience, I think, an inkling of what happens when you get an idea. What's amazing about that, just I just want to jump in when you talked about every, you know, listeners on the phone. It was, it was one of those moments where I'm not a techie, but I built it for the lowest common denominator of, you know, when you're taking surveys and, you know, I'm sure everyone has been called once upon a time by someone on the telephone to say, do you have a few minutes to answer some questions or stopped in a mall to say, you know, do you mind answering a few questions? Migrating to online was not about technology. It was about simplicity of being able to engage in a survey, you know, when and where you wanted. And so I built it for the lowest common denominator as a mom with children so that it would be representative, you know, easy for everyone, regardless of how sophisticated a technology person you were to be able to use. Uh, it's, so, it's so smart. And, and then you and I had met when I was running my technology lab, and you were so gracious. You, you got us all this great press in the New York Times, and we were trying to do some other things together. But then you, you popped up again in my world with the girls' lounge where they were showing up at all these major industry events, and they were always packed, and everyone was like, have you heard of this thing called the girls' lounge? And I knew it was you, but I, I didn't know what it was, and it sort of exploded and taken the, you know, advertising, marketing, entertainment industry by storm. So tell us about the girls' lounge. Um, well, first of all, I want to say that the reason I showcased what you were doing then was because you were first also and a pioneer building a media lab, a tech lab, so that big marketers could come in and try and experiment with new technologies. And it was so ahead of its time and so, so right and ready. <laughs> and if we didn't bring visibility to it, it wouldn't have happened. So I just want to applaud you for, for doing that because I think it was really revolutionary. I mean, transformative, so ahead of its time, and that also became the new normal. So kudos to yeah, you. Yeah, totally. God, I, I love this, uh, this call, and I think that we have to do this more regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, it's not only a girlfriend thing of supporting one another, but the truth is you do need to do shout-outs for visionary, game-changing steps because you were bold and brave and you took that step yep. when, where no one else was going. And, you know, if you don't have that network supporting you and embracing it, something wonderful can go away before it can be embraced. And, you know, that's what we have to do is embrace the moment of something that is phenomenal, whether we make mistakes or not. You know, that's how we learn and grow. So, and I think that's really a very important part of this technology conversation that, Failure is a big part of success. And, you know, the same thing happened with the Girls' Lounge. I didn't, if you asked me where I was going to be, you know, today, I would never in a million years say it was running, you know, founding the Girls' Lounge. It was one of those things that happened by accident um, where I was on my way to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. I, I knew as a woman in technology, I wanted to go experience the largest technology show, you know, that was in Las Vegas with 40,000 people, but I didn't know anyone, and I heard that less than 6% of people in technology were women, 
So I called four of my girlfriends that were in business, and I said, hey, do you want to go with me to the CES you know, show, and let's walk the floor together, because I don't want to go by myself. And they said, great. And I said, and if you know other women that are going, invite them so that no one is, is alone. And 24 hours later, 50 women showed up to walk the floor together oh my at God. CES. It was, it was, and it was a heartbeat moment again. It was one of those empowering moments where, number one, we did not feel like the minority. We felt like the majority, and we acted like the majority. And it's where I, I coined the phrase, confidence is beautiful. We walked that trade floor as a power pack, and every head turned like, what, what just happened? You know, what just passed us? And and we were like this chick team, and we were looking at technology together, and we were laughing and having fun. And, and then day two, we had 100 women, and by day three, we had 150 women. And it was really this, this empowering moment of confidence where I said, if I could connect women in technology, what about women in marketing, research, media, agency? And that's where the Girls' Lounge was born. And today, the Girls' Lounge is a destination at conferences um, where women can connect, collaborate, and more importantly, activate the changes that we want to see together. And it, it became very clear that if we could have done it alone, we would have. And that's where the power of the pack arose. And women started calling the Girls' Lounge a destination at conferences, and then it turned into a safe haven, and then a sanctuary, and then an oasis. And now women just call it their home. It's their home at major conferences. And we've connected, you know, over 4,000 corporate women together across, you know, Fortune 500 companies. And we have CEOs and COOs and CIOs and CTOs and CCOs and COOs. We've got the C-suite. And they're all women. And not only do we have today's leaders of senior women, but we also connect tomorrow's leaders. And one of the most important things that we do in the Girls' Lounge, there's no name badges. Every woman is included, regardless of seniority. And we all support and learn from one another, and, and that's empowering. And that's authenticity at its best. That is so, so amazing. I didn't actually know the CES story, um, which I wish I had seen it happening and wasn't doing my own crazy stuff there because it is really true that it is such a male-dominated environment and the only women you do see are usually behind the booth kind of, you know, being the actors in the booth. So I can see how that would really stir up your thinking and, and launch this great movement. Yeah, I just wanted to add one thing about what's interesting about technology and what happened that day also was yeah. in general when men are talking about technology is big screen, small screen, and the actual factual pieces of what it does. But women like to contextualize it and tell stories about it and how does this technology fit into your life. And so even the tours, you know, the floor tour today, three years later, we still do a walking tour at CES and what we share is how this technology makes a difference in your life and fits into the bigger scheme of things and, and really contextualize it into today's day and age, which is, which is kind of interesting. It's, it's huge. The storytelling around the tech is huge. And that's also why I created StoryTech, too. But we're actually going to take a break, 
And when we come back, we're going to talk to Shelly about the female quotient, which is the holding company that you just launched that the Girls' Lounge sits inside of, including some other really exciting initiatives. So we'll be back in a moment with the Tech Cat and the fabulous Shelly Dallas. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. And we're back with the fabulous Shelly Zalis, um, who's going to talk to us about her new company, The Female Quotient, which is doing so many exciting things. And it's just such a fascinating time in our world now, right now with women in business. So, Shelly, tell us about the female quotient. So, you know, I call it TFQ, and the name came up, um, the female quotient, because I always say first came IQ, then came EQ, now comes FQ. And when you think (laughs) about the intelligent quotient, you know, that's very linear, and it's, you know, how big is your IQ, how smart are you, how, you know, textbook savvy are you. And then EQ became the new norm where it's how emotionally connected are you and, you know, people, you know, oriented and how how deeply can you feel because it's a a very important skill set, you know, the cognitive and the emotive. And then I say, and then comes the FQ. And, you know, I say the female quotient is about bringing the feminine intuition to the table. And a lot of, you know, men have it too, by the way, but, you know, from the cognitive and the emotive side, men and women are all important. We're all equal. We're just different. And in general, men have very, you know, wonderful strengths. They're more linear. They're more strategic. They're more decisive in general. And women have some very important strengths. We're more nurturing. We're more collaborative. We're more um, team building. We're more supportive in general. And so when you bring those strengths together to the table, to me, that's diversity. 
Diversity is not about gender, race, or age. It's about mindset and skill set. And when you balance great strengths together, you make the table better. And so that's why the holding company is called TFQ, the female quotient. And inside of the holding company right now, we have two portfolio companies. One is the Girls Lounge, which we just talked about, and the other is a strategic insight company called Context. And I put two X's in the spelling of context just to bring the FEMA quotient inside. Why do you think that that all this is getting so much traction right now? Because there's so much discussion about women in the C-suite and women at Silicon Valley and getting also young girls interested in coding. Like, what's going on in our business world that this is all bubbling up right now? Well, I mean, everyone says it's the year of the woman, but... I really do think that as we're living in a multimedia, multitasking world on steroids, you know, and a very nonlinear world, I mean, number one, women are great multitaskers. Um, and, and, and we are very good contextualizers and visualizers. And we, t- we have a good ability to take complex problems and make them simple. Um, and so I think that, you know, it's a really important day and age, even in STEM. You know, when you just said, why are we trying to get more girls in technology, in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, we've now added A. We call it STEAM, arts. Because when you think about it, technology just flat out is cold. To make technology sticky and easy to use, you need to add that warm factor. And even with Mac, I mean, Steve Jobs, of course, created a Mac, but it was a woman that brought the friendly icons to the table to make it this friendly, you know, capability, this friendly technology. And, you know, when you think about all kinds of technology, while technology is an enabler, there's a real importance that we need to place and bring this conversation forward about the ability for personalization and customization. And we actually just worked on an amazing project with... um, the VA, and I, I just bring it up because today's Veterans Day and, and celebrating Veterans Day, where we were working with the White House and the VA to personalize prosthetics, create assistive technology for prosthetics for vets. And so we hmm. created a female challenge. And while utility and functionality for prosthetics is the same for men and women, you want to move your arm, you want to move your leg, women have very different fashion design and accessory needs than men. Women with a prosthetic hand, cannot put on their lipstick. They can't shave their legs. They can't snap their bra. Little things in life that are really important for living life with confidence. And, you know, with a woman that wears dresses and has a prosthetic leg, she wants to feel beautiful and wear beautiful shoes. And So we created a whole Prosthetics is Beautiful campaign, helping women not only cover their prosthetics with beautiful coverlets that can light up and play music and have, you know, tattoo art, you know, on them, but also to snap on and off different legs with different, you know, shoes so that they can live more confidently. Um, and so that was just a very big initiative, and it was all around technology, and it was, it was bringing that personal element and that warmth and that emotion to understanding how technology could be your best friend if we use, you know, all the abilities that it brings to us. And, and we use a lot of young girls to give them visibility and how important what they do is. Because imagine, if you're 10 years old as a young girl, 
walking into a computer class or a STEM program and it's all boys. How does a 10-year-old find that confidence as a girl to go in and feel comfortable in that classroom unless she's bold and brave to take that first step and lead the way for others to follow and not just to be like everyone else, but to stand out, make a difference in what she's doing and feel really good about it. And so we, we do a lot of work you know, through the Girls Lounge, you know, also bringing confidence to, to girls in, in STEM and how important what they do is and the difference that they can make in so many lives. Now, since you're becoming this sort of, um, you know, translator of a lot of different initiatives around women in C-suites and girls, you have a lot of uh, really important people coming through now, and, and I'm important I mean in that they're doing um, really high-level things that are impacting you know, outside of just the even marketing and entertainment vertical. So you were telling me about an initiative around getting a woman on the dollar. Can you tell us about that? Cause it's just fascinating. Well, this is a, obviously a, a White House initiative um, with the Treasurer of the United States, um, Rosie Rios, a woman, you know, that's the Treasurer of the United States. It'll be the first time since 1896 that there'll be a woman on, well, on a bill, and it will be the $10 bill. They'll be announcing it by the end of the year who um, it is. But it's a very exciting time, you know, for us, for women to, you know, what we say is you can't be it if you can't see it. And we must bring visibility to women around the world that are making significant contributions to, you know, to business and to social progress and to education and to technology and in space. But we have to share these stories because if you only read about men and you only see, you know, men making a difference, well, we're never going to understand and realize the opportunity and the potential and what women are actually accomplishing, the accomplishments. Um, So we really need to bring that visibility and share those stories and celebrate them you know, in very significant ways. So I think that's, that's very important. And, and then the Girls Central also um, was just invited um, to be at the World Economic Forum in Davos where we'll, we'll have, for the first time ever, a destination for women in Davos, um, which is very oh exciting. And, you know, and it's not just amazing. to have a presence there. Yeah, it's, it's to walk the walk now. You know, we've all been talking about some of the challenges that we have with gender equality, you know, in the world, but very particularly in the workforce. And, you know, gender equality comes in three key buckets. You know, the wage gap. Why are women paid in general 77 cents on the dollar? You know, culture. How do we create a culture of care so that people can have a life and not just, you know, have to choose between, you know, family, you know, work or family, but how do we create, you know, a better integration of work and family with your life. And then the unconscious bias. How do we, you know, change the, the quota, really? And it's just it's so amazing to me where when you think about it, we will never achieve equality until all people are equal. And, you know, it's not just about putting, you know, African-American, Hispanic, women, LGBT at the table to fill a quota. It's we need this diversity of mindset and skill set, like I said before. And if we balance that way, it will be better for business. 
equality is good for business. And gender equality right, and that, is that's, not that's a female that's issue. That's point. That's the unique point that it's the first time I heard it voiced so smartly when you when you were describing it to me, is it's not about filling a quotient of women in a room. Your, your point is that having all different kinds of people actually makes the company better. Yeah, Barry Salford said something from Deloitte. Um, he said that in the past, he said he, they had just hired their first female CEO in the United States, and we were giving a speech together, and I asked him, I said, did you do that to fill a quota? And he said, no, we did it because it makes the table better. And he said, as a matter of fact, he used to have three out of 34 of his board members were women, and the women never really used their voice or expressed themselves. And so I said, so what would you do about it? He said, so he, he got rid of five of the guys, added five more women. Now he has eight out of 34. And he said, and all of a sudden, the conversation changed from a linear, just statistical conversation to a much more collaborative storytelling, you know, not just the what is happening, but the why. And I thought that was so interesting to think about how the different voices, the different thinking, the different ideation. If we were all the same, why do we need so many of us? If we're all going to represent the same opinion, the same message, the same thinking, why do you need so many? It's a waste of money. What makes the table better is this diversity and tension of thought. That's healthy. That's powerful. That delivers a bottom line. And it's very, very exciting, too. When we, when we come back, we're going to talk, talk to Shelly more about some of the trends that you're seeing in the marketing and tech and inter- entertainment space and how they're fueling what you're doing and more on the female quotient when we get back with Shelly Ballas and the Tech Cat. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying, but when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune in to Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increase margins, listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Business. 
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. And we're back with the fabulous Shelly Dallas, and we were just talking about that, that unique concept that having more women, having more diversity in the boardroom will actually make your company better. And it's a different spin on this conversation. Shelly and I were just talking that um, often if you're promoting women, people think you're you're not promoting men, and that's not really the conversation that you're having. No, you know, and I think think what I'd love to see us starting to talk about is not what you are, but who you are. And if we start really recruiting and also blending teams based on strengths, we will actually have, you know, a diverse team by default. Um, and so I think we have to start migrating more to that kind of mindset where it's not just what's your GPA, what's your experience of the past of, you know, what title you held and what company did you work for, but who are you? You know, what are your unique strengths? I mean, none of us are perfect. We don't have all the skill sets that we need, and that's why we need to balance off each other, and that's what a team is about. It's collaborating. You know, we're taught in school to be competitive and compete with one another, but the truth is in business today, the best asset is having collaboration and having team members that know, you know, what their strengths are and how to pair themselves up with and surround themselves with others around them that make them the best that they can be. That's such a great point. Well, what's the biggest surprise for you in all of this? I mean, are you completely blown away by how this has just exploded? You know, I think when you create something that fills a need, then it it becomes sticky. And I think, you know, women never really had a destination to get to know each other. You know, when you think about it, the, the best business deals are done with people It's not about a company. It's about working with people you like and trust. And so we create that authentic relationship in a girl's bench because you come and spend time with someone. It's beyond a handshake. And that's when business gets done. So a lot of business is done in the girl's lounge. Um, So I think, you know what, I'm not surprised actually, but I do love, I I say we went from a moment to a movement. You know, the movement is, oh yeah, women in business are really starting to, to behave differently because we're giving them this place to connect in a way they've never connected before. And now when you meet in the girls' lounge and spend time with each other, you go back out to that big conference with 40,000 people and you'll see all the women like high-fiving each other and they all know each other and, and that's confidence building. I mean, when you have a whole new network of women, it's confidence building. And it's not that it's not for men, but I think women do need a place to have these kinds of conversations and support and empower one another, but transformation will only happen with men involved. This is a people issue, and so we can empower each other and support one another, 
but transformation will only happen if we do it together. And I think well, that's why, a very important thing so, to consider. Oh, I'm sorry. What, why is it so important? Also, one of the things that you do in the Girls' Lounge that, frankly, I never have gotten to take advantage of, but it's so helpful, um, you know, helping women with their hair and their makeup and some of the things that I struggle to get in when I'm running off to travel for business or when I'm doing some moderating or hosting. And that stuff, looking good and looking professional, is so key to all of this, but it's so hard to fit in. What, what made you decide to weave that into to what you're offering in these lounges? You know, because it's not about hair and makeup. It's not about how you look. It's, it's more about how you feel. And it's about inner beauty. And, and, and it's, it's the self-confidence. There's a reason it's called self-confidence. If you feel good, you are good. And, and it's, it, that's really what it's about. And so it's not even about hair and makeup. It's about P.S., do what, what you want to do. Come into the girls' lounge and find your space, whether you just want to make new girlfriends, whether you want to see your friends that you already have, if you want to be efficient and get your hair and makeup and nails done while you're doing a power meeting. I want women to be women and not be afraid to bring who they are um, to the table. And I, I want women to bring femininity to the boardroom and not apologize for it. I think it's okay that we're girls. I mean, it's wonderful. You know, right. guys can, you know, have play golf. I mean, women play golf too, and they can play video games, and they can watch sports at the bar and, and bond that way. I just wanted to create an environment and a space that women enjoy being in the way we like to, to be, and that's okay. And so I just wanted to sensationalize a little bit the space to say it is a girl space where we do things that women enjoy doing um, and and not not be afraid to say this is how we roll and, and, and we're just as powerful and we're just as successful and we're just as accomplished and we're just as all those things but why can't we have a little fun while we're at it and, and you know I often invite my clients my girlfriends to let's go get a manicure pedicure and do a business deal at the same time because we've got a multitask I mean we don't have a lot of time in the day so instead of just going for a drink Let's get our nails done, sit next to each other, and talk about business at the same time. And we can accomplish two things, you know, for the price of one. I, I, I love that so much. And you do have um, a lot of major brands who are sponsoring what you're doing. Is that correct? Yeah. The Girls' Lounge really is an industry initiative by and for the women in the industry. So we, we, we have multiple partners that, and I say it's given by the girls at because companies are just institutions. People make things happen. And I want women to understand that if we want to have this kind of place to connect, then it's our responsibility collectively to make it happen. So it's not my girl's lounge. It's not yours. It's ours. And we all have to share in that responsibility to make it happen. And it also is a subliminal way of collaborating. So, you know, it's not like a sponsorship model where you see brand names all over the girls' lounge, but we integrate value-added services in all of the girls' lounges, which keeps helping the girls' lounge grow and dimensionalize. So we have services around helping you be the best that you can be with confidence coaching, how to do a LinkedIn profile, having a professional headshot. We have very important power conversations that are very authentic and genuine and sincere and very interactive. We do a series called Ask Her 
connecting today and tomorrow's female leaders with just real questions, real women, real questions, real answers. We, you know, have, by the way, services like hair and makeup and nails so that you can be efficient and, you know, get your stuff done that you need to get done. We have a home office where you can practice your speeches, you know, if you're going on the main stage and print your documents. And, you know, we also have um, Skype where you can, you know, call in to see your family and say hello to them. It's just a place that you can get it all done when you're so busy running around, why not also be efficient in a space that you feel very comfortable? Got it. So it's, it's just such a brilliant uh, idea. Um, I mean, I, I used to be the only woman at so many of these conferences, and I would have loved to have had, uh, you know, an environment like that to, you know, feel supported. I mean, the best thing about it in those days was, you know, not waiting online in the bathroom. That was like always my joke. <laughs> There's no women's room. Where are you getting some of your ideas from? You know, where are you getting your inspiration from? You know, I really say people have asked me to write, you know, my book so many times. But a book is linear and it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. This is my living legacy. This is my story of things that I wish I had as I was rising the ranks. I never had this kind of network and support system from girlfriends. So everything about the Girls' Lounge is really my, my gift of love back to women for the things that I wish I had. And I feel it's my responsibility now to, to share, you know, with others what, what I always wanted as I was rising the ranks. And, and then all the women in the Girls' Lounge, we're all sisters now. It really, you know, and everyone contributes and everyone keeps, you know, taking the girls out to that next level and dimensionalizing it. We keep adding more and more services that women, you know, need, want, need, wish, hope for. Um, and I say when purpose meets passion, we're unstoppable. And this is really, you know, my purpose today. It is certainly my passion. Um, and it's my life journey. And I... I've met, you know, in the last three years since we've had a girl lounge. I mean, I didn't know any of these women before. And so I'm a living story of a reflection of success from the girl lounge because I have so many genuine, and I say that word, genuine girlfriends in business today that not only support me, but they take me to the next level. And it really is so true when I say we are better together which is 100% a living and breathing testimonial from me, from the Girls' Lounge, even though I created it, I am also reaping the benefits of, of what it is. And that's why it just, you know, becomes more and more important. And in the last three years, I think we've, we've hosted 37-plus Girls' Lounges, you know, in, in three years. And, you know, we've connected over 4,000 corporate women with one another. God, it's just uh, the sheer numbers alone is, is simply amazing. Are, are there any trends that you're seeing just in the marketing and tech world that are helping to kind of fuel this, this revolution right now that you're, you're building off of? Well, I mean, you know, we keep talking about the connected everything. So I think a couple of trends of connected everything, you know, the more you can integrate together, I mean, even apps. I mean, think about it. A shop, you know, if you want a shopping app, Who's going to download a hundred of them? What if you create the Uber shopper app that has all the different components in one place? Um, right. Or 
visualization and contextualization, which is why I called my strategy company Context, how do you take complicated things? We, we have so much data. I mean, we are collecting more data today than we did from the, from the start of civilization up until 2003 point in time. And so I think how do you take complicated data and make it simple and visually beautiful and take, you know, gigabytes and terabytes of data and turn them into 10 things you might know and 10 things you might not know, something that is soundbiting complicated stuff. And technology helps us do that today. And, you know, I think that those are the trends of contextualizing, visualizing, you know, infographics are great because it's bite-sized nuggets of information that's so relevant. Um, and, 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 and making technology easy to use because it, it will not be embraced by mainstream if it's not easy, if it's not bringing a value-added proposition to life, if it's just a Me Too and another gadget um, I think the early adopters will always, you know, buy into that, but it won't become something that mainstream embraces. That's uh, a, a good, good um, father to take a break on. And when we come back with Shelly Zalas of the Female Quotient, we're going to talk a little bit about where are you guys going to be next? Uh, where are you speaking next? Um, you know, what, what are some of your upcoming projects that we can all look forward to? Because I think after hearing you speak, everyone's going to want to know where, where they can find you. So we'll be back in a few moments with the Tech Cat and the fabulous Shelly Zalas. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform. Innovate. Create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. And now we're back with Shelly Zalas, and we were just talking about marketing tech entertainment trends that are 
really feeding into all, all the magical things that are happening right now with the Female Quotient and the Girls' Lounge. Um, and I know that our audience would love to know, what do you have coming up next? And I know, because I'm going to a luncheon next week where you're going to be given an award. So can you tell us, uh, tell us about that? Um, thank you. Yeah, you know, I don't accept awards um, just to accept them unless they're very meaningful and important. And I know that it could make a difference, you know, for so many others. And this is an organization called Girls, Inc., which supports um, young girls from from impoverished homes or neglected homes that, that don't have that support system. And so women really all come together and we raise the roof for them and support and nurture and, and, and really help them, you know, find their confidence in their voice because all, all people are beautiful and it really is, you know, helping them find their voice and live confidently. So I'm, I'm very excited about that one. And, and it's all about mentorship. And, you know, the word mentorship for me is a word that we do need to reimagine and redefine because, you know, in the past, mentorship has been very linear and it's the wise old, wise old sages that push, push the messages down. And I believe that mentorship is about, you know, pairing and sharing and we learn from each other, you know, from up, down and all around. And I learned so much from the digital natives and the millennials and the gen, you know, the boomers and, you know, all, all different ages. So I, I just think that it's so important to give back with generosity um, in, in every which way. So it's very so you're, you're really sitting uh, in a place now where all these different women's organizations are sort of hinging off of the girls' lounge, right? You've had a lot of um, different organizations coming to you and partnering with you. It's, yeah, you know, it's important messages. I mean, we just recently did a girls' lounge for the women in the military, the women in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Marines. They hosted their first national symposium for women of the highest levels. And their biggest challenge is how do they find their voice um, in, in the armed services and not just be evaluated by their muscle strength, but their mind strength. And, you know, it's just so interesting because it was a conference for, I think, a thousand people, a thousand women, and there were a few men in the audience. And one woman that's one of the highest ranking women in the Air Force got up and she said to the men, I'm just curious, how do you feel in this room today? And the men said, a little uncomfortable. And she said, that's how we feel every single day. There's less than, mm. I think it was less than 13% of people in the military that were women. And, mm. you know, it, it was just a very telling moment. Or even her uniform, I mean, which she rocked. I mean, she was sensational in it. But she said, you know, these uniforms were made by men for men. And, you know, when we're in combat, we have to sort of, and zipper from down, you know, from below, and just going to the bathroom is complicated. You know, and so it's, it's really how do we bring visibility to these conversations and not, you know, some of them are just legacy issues. But if we don't bring up the fact that, you know, we have the ability today to customize, you know, uniforms, customize prosthetics, customize technology, customize conversations based on individual needs, you know, shame on us. You know, we're living in a day and age where anything is possible if we ask the right questions and raise our hands and be willing to take that first step towards change. Mm. 
Well, you're getting to meet so so many interesting people. Is there anyone that you've met um, recently that either you were a fan of and you got to meet them in the context of the Girls' Lounge or just someone that's really blown you away? I'm blown away every day by amazing, you know, women, you know, uh, supporting <laughs> one another. The Treasury of the United States, Rosie, Rosie Rios, I mean, she's amazing. And it, it's the courage. It's, it's, she's been working seven years to get, you know, women on the $10 bill. I mean, kudos to her. And Megan Smith, who's bringing visibility to women in technology, the chief technology officer of the United States, who is one of the most impressive people I've ever met, makes technology simple and find solutions to everything. The answer is yes, period. And all these young girls, I mean, I had young girls creating 3D, um, with 3D printing prosthetics um, for the female veterans, but we also made one for a seven-year-old little girl and just gave her a pink prosthetic hand. I have 13 to 15-year-old girls making robots, um, and they just we just commissioned them to make a little female robot with a pink ponytail that walks and talks and hands out business cards with LED lighting on her chest. So there's so much inspiration surrounding us, and I think we need to open our minds to it, celebrate it, and reinforce it and bring tremendous visibility to it so that, you know, in two years from now we can see the the quota changing and the equality metrics rising and um, you know change happens when you take the first step so that's really what it's all about be brave be bold take risks and push forward where can we um, I, I love every time you you uh, answer a question there's always like a fabulous quote I just love it it's like you're so tweetable right now what oh, um where are you guys gonna- thank you. <laughs> where where are you guys going to be next? Where can folks uh, get involved with the Girls' Lounge and the Female Quotient? Where, where are you guys going to be next? Uh, so we go to CES in, well, we're going to the White House in December to uh, for the inauguration of the woman on the $10 bill. Uh, we go to CES in January in Vegas. We go to Davos uh, January 20th. Um, and then, you know, there's lots of Girls' Lounges that, that, that follow, but to follow us, you can go to The Girls' Lounge uh, on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, or Shelly Zalis, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-Z-A-L-I-S. Can, can you see ever opening up sort of um, Girls' Lounge franchises where other people are throwing up Girls' Lounges? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone has a Girls' Lounge in their backyard, so it's like... Uh, <laughs> It's like Dorothy, just click your heels and and make it happen. But we, we're here to help, you know, any organization that, that would like some help or some encouragement or conversation or anything that we can do. We're always willing to roll up our sleeves and, and you know, join the team. So we're here. And um, in terms of the research side of your business, um, are there any new research studies or any reports coming out soon that we can keep our eyes open for? You know, I'm always I'm always doing research on what women want in corporations and mentors and work life balance. Even though I don't believe in the word work life balance, whole other conversation for another radio show. Um, so <laughs> we're always publishing and asking. We're just very curious and asking questions all the time and sharing you know facts, stats, um, curating other people's articles so that we can really start having one voice 
um, pushing forward. So just follow us and you can you know, find out what we're talking about, what conversations we're joining, and who we're following because there's so many inspirational leaders today um, that, that we just, um, that are transforming culture and corporations. Well, it's certainly a very exciting time for you and um, and all the people that are involved with what you're doing. And again, I'm such a fangirl, and I'm so glad that uh, we got a chance to have you share with everybody what you're doing and ways a new way to to think about this world um, that that diversity actually can empower a business. And and this is not about exclusion at all. Um, and it, it's just a very powerful message. Uh, so well, thank let's you. give a big hand for Shelly Zalas of the Girls' Lounge and the Female Quotient, and we're going to be keeping our eyes out on all the wonderful things that you're doing, and I'm certainly going to be looking forward to hearing about who made who made the uh, dollar, um, the money, uh-huh. who, who got on the money, and all the other wonderful things that you're doing. So join us next oh. week again for the Tech Cat Show. We'll be hearing from some other wonderful people, and it's just been a real treat to hear from the fabulous Shelly Zalas. Ladies thank and gentlemen, you so it's the Tech Cat Show. It's so great to have you. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.